This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. What is up, guys? Welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Hello! I'm excited to be back with you all. As always, I am your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week because, as I always say, you know it was something. But anywho, I'm back with a little solo situation. I am working on getting those guests together, you know, new year, new me, but still I gotta get them together, get on a schedule, but I am working to have the best guests possible to just, you know, really talk about some interesting shit and also give me my credit. My last two episodes, I have phenomenal guests and I really enjoyed those conversations and I know you guys did because you interacted a lot with the content on the social media page and if you're listening and you don't follow us go ahead pull out your phone go to instagram and follow us at annoyed not offended also same name on facebook but again it's just me this week you guys so let's get started starting off with fed up or up so i always like to share that i use this portion of the show to allow my audience to get to know my guests better because what better way to get to know someone than to learn about what gets under their skin and even then i kind of like to use this time to rant and rave about what has gotten under my own skin but you know we go get into it so you guys it is February 2021 like we have made it this far but it's Black History Month and in a way I'm you know I'm gonna turn it around it's I'm not so much fed up or fucked up with anything about Black History Month so as you can see January went ahead and got the fuck up out of here considering all that occurred during the month you know the domestic terrorists, the inauguration, just in general, it was a lot going on. And I think it's best for everyone that we moved on, (laughs) found better. But yes, it is officially February. While it is the shortest month of the year, it's typically the most pleasant as well because it is also Black History Month, baby. And just a little history lesson. I love history. Back in 1926, historian Carter G. Woodson and the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History announced that the second week of February would be Negro History Week because as a historian, Mr. Woodson thought, hey, you know, my people have history. They have had plenty of accomplishments despite the strife in America and throughout the world. So why shouldn't we be recognized and celebrated? And you know, it was a long, long road to being nationally recognized as a month, but it eventually was adapted. And this was after a number of mayors had already adapted, adopted the celebration as a municipal event by the time President Gerald Ford decreed Black History Month a national observation in 1976. So low key that ain't been that damn long ago. 
So, you know, when people talk about, you know, those people that (laughs) it was so long ago, you guys are still crying about that? Like, hell no, no, it was not that long ago. Get your act right, learn your history. But anywho, I have been spending a majority of my black owned dollars at black owned businesses, both online and locally, you did. I do this all year round, but I am definitely taking more heed to it this year. I've already purchased like a whole bunch of stuff that I was like, do I need this? But you know, when you got a credit card and you make money, <laughs> you don't need nobody telling you you need it, you want it, therefore you purchase it as I like to do but anywho I purchased the drinking card game from charge it to the game podcast which I played before and the game is hilarious you guys like funny 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 but it has all these random quotes like drink if you've ever been in an entanglement okay drink if you ate a glizzy at the last cookout you attended. So it's very much like that. It is a black owned business as well and a black podcast. So check them out if you guys get the chance. I am also a skincare aficionado. I don't know what endorphins release in my body when I buy new skincare, but I love it. Like I feel like you can never really say your skin looks poreless enough even when I look back on pictures like damn my skin looks good there when I look at it now I'm like okay looks good now and with all of the stress that has been this year including the mask my skin has broken out a bit so I have been trying new products but I did purchase a fruit enzyme mask as well as a facial day cream from Epune skin which is actually a black owned brand it has a french name so you know elegance beauty all of that and there's been a lot of the rave with plenty of options for melanated sensitive skin so my sensitive skin girlies you can definitely check out their brand Fude skin and before the month is over i have a purchase that i haven't made yet but i'm planning on making i am dying to buy candles from beauty influencer Jackie Ina. She has a brand, it's called Forever Mood, and she has all of these scents that just sound so amazing. And the names on the candles are so, so, so cute. It was like Heartbreaker. It was a couple other names, but it's so cute. And even the branding for it, I love it. She's like, you know, black women deserve luxury and we deserve those opportunities to just relax and kick back in our spaces and me. You know, being a Cancer Moon, I just love that homey shit. I love candles. I love stuff that smells good, you know? And even more so, I bought a t-shirt from my dear friend, Sydney, who has her own t-shirt brand called Ariolua. And she makes the cutest shirts, but they're so, like, chic. And it is a streetwear brand, but she has these t-shirts that have like angel in disguise and it's so cute. It's like a brown baby with a black afro. I've posted about it on my personal IG and I'm definitely going to post about it on the podcast page just so if anybody wants to make any purchases, you know, support some black owned brands. Leave some comments if y'all buying anything from any black owned brands or have a brand yourself that you're looking to promote because if it's worth it, baby, I will promote it. I love buying shit like I just said. (laughs) 
Moving on to the main segment, which is the Make It Make Sense segment. I have titled this segment, Nothing Ventured, Nothing Game. So you know how the old saying goes, y'all. What doesn't kill you just gives you unhealthy coping mechanisms. (laughs) A few weeks ago, I applied for an opportunity that I thought I would be perfect for and was really excited about potentially participating in, but... I was rejected and declined. They were just like, you know, thank you for applying to this program, but we've just received a plethora of applications and at this moment we're unable to accept you. No, they didn't say like, look girl, you got some work to do before you can work with us, but yeah, not so fast. And it didn't completely derail me or put me in a depression, but I was like, ugh. You know, that sucks. Especially, I'm a person, I feel like I put my mind to things when I apply and put my best foot forward, but it just did not work out. I'm not saying I act like that all the time. You know, there are times when I have been deeply affected by things not working out and have even been upset, pissed, like wallowing, like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening to me. But in hindsight, I've gotten past a lot of those situations. And this led me to think more about coping with losses and what internal mechanisms I use to manage emotions that come up that are difficult while still like maintaining some sort of healthy balance because you know emotions they're not so much annoying but they can be very inconvenient at times where you're like I have so many other things to do why am I worried about this why is this causing me anxiety why is this bringing on stress and again we've all gone through situations like this so I just want to talk about that more on today's episode so yeah, I'm I'm not trying to sound too formal at all, but more so wanting to discuss coping skills since in a way we cope with life every single day. People tend to think of it more so as dealing with anything difficult, but it can actually also be like the capacity to deal with something successfully like a lot of times people hear coping and they automatically think okay it's some dire situation some serious situation but I'm just more so meaning like you successfully handle something regardless of if it was somebody cutting you off in traffic um taking some money out your purse I don't know just something that's a little bit more minor even though y'all like if somebody took some money out my purse I'd beat their ass because hey gotta do what you gotta do but still I am not talking more so about drastic situations but a simple no or now is not the time for that situation and this can be a friendship falling apart going separate ways in a like romantic relationship not getting the job or getting into that program or even having to cancel something that was really big because you know a lot of people have made plans for 2020 and even early 2021 that had to be canceled or just had to be rescheduled, which in a way can be disheartening. Like say for instance, you're like, oh, I'm putting together my first musical collective for black artists in my city. 
and I was gonna do it for a good reason and donate the money to charity but you know with the health department limitations you couldn't do it you just you got to rethink it it's a lot so it's like you know what are we doing now what's next so this topic came not only from the situation that I shared today but in a discussion with my friends because again you guys we have all encountered situations that have not turned out exactly how we planned after giving it our all like I have literally never met anybody wealthy broke beautiful you know a little not that cute but still nobody I've never met anybody just like yes at every instance in my life I got exactly what I wanted and if they did they're probably a serial killer because that's the only way. It's no other way anybody with who's, who's who's living in reality and not their delusional world hasn't faced some sort of like letdown or anything of that nature. But again, you feel depleted, drained, or even confused as to what am I going to do next? And in my personal experience, these there are things that have helped me. And I also did a bit of research uh, um, with the integrated care clinic as well as very well mind just for a few tips on, you know, navigating everyday life, what coping skills are necessary for every day. Um, and one thing that they all mentioned and first thing that popped up in my head is adjusting your expectations we always have such such like high expectations for everything and everyone and in a lot of scenarios and situations it's like uh, you know you making it a bit harder than it might need to be because you get overwhelmed in a lot of ways when you have such high expectations like yes that is literally the pedestal that i am aiming for you know perfection whatever it may be in a way you kind of overlook the steps that are necessary to even get to that point because you've placed it so high above you that you're like oh my god I'm literally starting from the ground up there's no way I am going to get to that point and in a way you have to really break it down make it small make it manageable you like in a way you can't be like oh my gosh I am going to purchase my dream home at 21 if you don't have any sort of credit any sort of like money that you've saved or any like money manageability or anything like that like you have to still put steps in place to even make expectations realistic and even in that sort you have to kind of like acknowledge boundaries within your expectations like you cannot put it on yourself that you have to accomplish literally everything within a certain time frame because life will derail you time and time again and even then it will be good derailments like I was talking with a friend recently and he shared about how when <laughs> he I don't even know if he'll listen to this, whatever. But he talked about how when he was in college, some stuff went down and he was just like, yeah, this, not it. But then he went on to do much better things. But if his expectations had always been, oh my gosh, I have to get this degree. I have to stay here. I have to do this and just put that unnecessary pressure on him. He wouldn't have accomplished what 
he's accomplished today, technically. So, you know, you got to move your expectations around. Don't limit yourself. Acknowledge those small wins. You're doing good. Because even then, we, I know it was so funny. I saw this thing on Facebook, like, when you were 12 or 11, you like, yes, I'm getting married when I'm 25. I have three kids. Hell no. Nobody's doing that. Or the people that are doing that, best of luck to y'all. But a majority of people are not doing that. So adjust. Um, Movement. This is something I definitely struggle with, but moving, exercising. (laughs) I was much better at this 2019, but still working on it. But again, exercise helps a lot or even just doing little stuff. Like I know it's a lot of people who say when they're in down moods that like take a nice bath or they'll just get up and cook and clean like declutter your space just having that new atmosphere of oh my gosh my environment is now spacious that's movement in itself because you so the next thing that I am going to discuss and share would be being mindful and actually taking the time to relax Like, it is a lot for me to sit down and, you know, declutter my thoughts and actually practice a state of, you know, not thinking about anything. I'm just like, okay, this has already happened. It's okay. Let me just sit down. Let me take a nap. Oh, maybe I'll read. Just doing something that's very relaxing and not high stress because when you are using that time to kind of, like, wind down in a way it definitely helps in terms of just relaxing your overall body because you can think in a lot of times oh I'm gonna go run these errands I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that but not all the time that does not help like you really have to sit down sometimes like sit on your ass just to be like I'm doing this I'm not doing anything else turn your phone on do not disturb just shut out the world for a minute like to me that's truly relaxing I think sometimes people are like oh I'm gonna turn on Netflix and everything else but in a way if it's not really a favorite show or a movie that brings you comfort it's just like is this even necessary another option is always finding like professional help you know if you have adjusted your expectations you try to take the time to relax taking up a Pilates class or some other options but you still feel like you know what whatever has happened is just still nagging at me reach out to a professional I know people are always saying you know as a friend like oh I'm here to talk to you if you need anything let me know but I am very mindful of the fact that my friends are also going through things they have their own battles every day and while we do try to you know provide support to one another they cannot literally pick me up off of my feet, slap me in my face and be like, girl, get it together. But a therapist, they might be able to. And even more so, I've noticed when I have even talked to professionals, it is so comforting just getting things out into the open without any sort of judgment. Because at the end of the day, your friends and your family, they mean the best for you, but they still have a little bit of bias since they've known you for so long so they can tell you over and over again like 
you've done this, you've done that. Like, why are you even worried about this? You're such a great person. Like you've done all these things. It could still be like, yeah, but you're saying that from a perspective since you know me. Whereas a therapist will more so maybe give you some daily activities that you can do. Like, okay, you know, you feel this way, but what makes you happy? Write down a list of everything that makes you happy or write down things throughout your day that you're just grateful for. So little things that therapists might be more cognizant of compared to your family and friends, take the time to end. Hey, healthcare ain't cheap. So if you can even find a therapist that can fit you in and fulfills all your needs, go for 110%. But second to last, be social. Get out, make some new connections. Try to see like how whatever occurred that you can like, you know, make some new friends in the process. And I don't mean it like, uh, you know, if something seriously happened, like you got in a car accident, you need to go out to the club to get into the VIP or anything that crazy but again I mean more so getting social in terms of even calling up a friend and just saying hey I want to get out the house today let's go to the park or let's go grab lunch just doing something that you're used to doing and knowing for sure it will bring fulfillment to you I definitely have done that once or twice even as a mode to kind of distract myself from whatever is going on because it is nice when you talk to people and you know everybody's a little self-centered so in the midst of talking about yourself they may bring up themselves so you're like you know what I'm just gonna divert my energy to helping them with their problem or doing whatever and that may truly be the Virgo in me but it works. It works for me. That's my tip, you guys. Lastly, yes, this is the last thing. With everything in life, nothing ventured is nothing gained. You literally have to put yourself out there to gain anything. And we may attract opportunities, but those opportunities come long after you have tried plenty of other times. There is literally no other way you will achieve whatever it is you're looking for if you don't take the risk and know, hey, I can possibly be let down, whether it's putting yourself out there for a new relationship, applying for that job, moving. Like, yes, you can follow your face at any time. And I know it's kind of rough to think about it like that, but still, it's really like, hey, I'm making myself open to the world and the universe therefore it can come back to me you can put so much out there and while the first couple of things may not be the greatest or may not be the best there still is a lot of risk involved in being happy like i'm sure the most successful people you have talked to your idols role models whomever they failed a couple times or things just didn't go out how they planned it so you got to get over it get over yourself get out there do what you need to do and hopefully these few tips that i share can help y'all out you know share any share share any of your own tips like what do you guys do to cope whether it be with just having a bad day a bad month a bad year like what seriously puts you in the mood to just know you know what I'm going to move past this. I'm still going to put my best foot forward and other good shit will come to me. I would love to know. I can share them on social media, whatever, email them, like, let me know. Moving on to the last segment of the show, which is 
you are drove. And disclaimer, disclaimer, drove is a St. Louis term for mad, sad, confused, or just plain oblivious to a situation a person thought would work out in their favor. In other terms, if it ain't work out, you drove. (laughs) And it's okay. So, a couple is accused of filming public sex at a Myrtle Beach attraction or attractions. So, yes, plural. So, according to Fox News, a South Carolina couple is accused of having sex on a 200-foot-tall Ferris wheel. And they are facing public lewdness charges in an incident captured on video with the police found online. They were not only filming themselves in public doing whatever sex capade, but they uploaded it to whatever site and the police found it. And so they are grown. These are not any young ass kids, not even college age. Eric and Lori Harmon are 36 years old and they were arrested on charges of indecent exposure on January 16th and literally the police found the video of them having sex y'all in a the glass chamber of the sky wheel like in plain view of the public so they were not trying to hide any of this they wanted everybody to see but my thing is on a ferris wheel Like, if anything, when I was reading through the charges that they were giving them, they need to be registered sex offenders because there's no way in hell. Why would you go to a Ferris wheel of all the places? That is, like, literally the most family-friendly attraction in the world. I don't don't know where else they could have went that kids would see them besides, like, a school or a park like creepy people nasty as hell and even then they um they were arrested on similar charges before according to the news outlet the local news outlet that reported this in South Carolina so it's happened before it was at a community pool and again it was posted online so these folks they just don't give a damn And again, I think they should be registered sex offenders because you know what? They not, but you, mm, mm -mm, mm mm-mm, they one of them, mm mm-hmm. So they should be registered sex offenders because they knew better. And then this is like the second, third time they've done this. Like, what? And even then, the woman, oh my God, I don't even know if I'm going to read this. This is nasty. Ew, I don't even want to say this, but I'm not going to even list this other incident, but she had another incident outside of the one I refuse to read. Y'all can go look it up for yourselves on Fox News where she, I guess, was having sex in a hotel elevator and she faced two counts of indecent exposure as well as creating obscene material and she was allegedly charged for causing up to $2,000 in property damage. And they both were released on $18,000 and $14,000 bond, respectively, over the weekend. So they out. They own a loose. They probably finna do it again. And I'm just still disgusted because ill, 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 ill. And what, even then, I'm just now thinking about it. We are in the midst of a pandemic. So not only are you getting your spit, like, you are literally getting bodily fluid. That is disgusting. They shouldn't have even been allowed bond. (laughs) 
I'm calling the police back from my Missouri home and saying these people should not be allowed bond and actually should be registered as sex offenders because that is disturbing, disgusting. And one, they drove as hell for even getting caught, but you know what? The police are going to be even drover if they do this shit again because they are on the loose and I don't like that at all. How Carisha said from the city girls, I don't like that. I don't. It's disgusting. But anywho, you guys, I know you had so much fun with just me. That is all for today's episode. I'm going to tell y'all again because I say it constantly. As someone who's an advocate planner, I actually don't mind hearing the complaints of others, but only when it is done in necessity. So let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended. You can email these annoyances to annoynotoffended at gmail.com. Thanks again, you guys, for tuning in. Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.